Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Before the break, so I, I've got Chris Powell online, but Chris will be gracious for a moment. Let me give a shout out to the Amen Choir. Uh, Char- uh, too short of the record today. Oh, Charlotte W. Ray Z, Shelby B, Tanya F, Lynn R, Jean R, uh, 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 Phil L, uh, Jolie C, Kevin S, uh, Dean G, Judy, Judith P, Ralph P, Lynn P, Lynn K, Elaine P, Pat A, Bud, Terry S, Andrea L, Larry M, Nick S, Christopher A, Lori S, Lonnie Mo, Priscilla W, Carol J, Michael A, Doreen Z, Cheryl K, Teresa J, Michelle F, Jeff S, Veronica, Kim M, Kevin W, Janine H, Bill K, Homer, Mark M, Patricia W, Marianne L, Sharik, Christine I, Linda F, uh, Linda from Florida, uh, Lori M, Monica M, Rob K, Peter, Val, Donna T, Stephen C, Cause, John G, The Mysterious W, B, D, Lee E, uh, Rudy from Florida, Marlene B, Tom B, Gigi, Carol L. Thank you so much, every one of you guys. Appreciate your support. Now, joining us on the hotline, former managing editor of the journal Inquirer and uh, a, a, a good, consistent, faithful voice here in Connecticut. And uh, many, many people read, many people trust Chris Powell. Chris, welcome back. Hey, well, great to be with you, and uh, I'll give you an amen. And Thank you. <laughs> we'll hang you list. We're now, we're now we're one short, Chris, of the record. Um, hey, before we go, let me just uh, touch base on this. I read the other day there's a new managing editor at the JI. C- tell us a little bit about the new managing editor. Oh, he's uh, Neil Ostrout. He succeeds Jim Conrad, uh, who's off looking for a career in renewable energy. Uh, Neil oh, is... Oh, okay. uh, been with the J.I. for uh, quite a few years. I forget exactly how many. He's mm-hmm. worked for a couple of other papers in the state, and he okay. began his newspaper career uh, as a uh, as a <laughs> as a carrier for the J.I. back really? when he was yeah, wow. 12 years uh, old, uh, uh, not that many years ago, but uh, uh, yeah, he took over on um, on Monday, and I uh, I know he's got a lot to uh, to do, and I'm trying to stay out of his hair. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like a younger guy, certainly younger than you and I. <laughs> Rub it in, well. Uh, <laughs> well, it's funny, you know, because because I, I don't, I don't. It's not really like I can say journalism, but printing is in my blood. My dad went to a trade school, uh, Wilcox Trade School, and his first job out of trade school was working at the presses at the Record Journal. 
when they really mm-hmm. had presses, when they had you know lead type and ink and stuff. <laughs> so, oh uh, yeah, listen, my first year in the newspaper business in '67, uh, it's a couple of weekly papers that later the next year became the uh, the daily. But uh, we yeah. had linotype machines. Yeah, I was sure, my, my first job was melting the lead for the yeah. for the linotype machines. Yeah. I'm glad I don't have to do that now. It was, uh, it was. I mean, it's so, it's so evolved at this point. I mean, and, and a lot of papers aren't even printing their own papers. They, they farm out the printing to somebody else. But I'm grateful. I, I don't know. I'm like this with books. I don't know how you are, and maybe it's just because I'm old school. But I like holding the newspaper. I like, I, I like holding the book. I like turning the pages. I like highlighting. I like jotting notes in the margin. And uh, I don't get that on a. I mean, obviously, I use computers a lot for my research every day. But uh, I prefer, if I, if I had the chance, I prefer to hold it in my hand. I don't know why. It's just something about the paper and the texture. I just, I guess it's comforting for some reason. Well, the paper product still has, uh, you know, one or two advantages. Uh, you know, you can easily show it around and yeah. uh, has, it has some portability uh, mm-hmm. when you don't have, uh, you know, an Internet connection. Uh, but it's certainly... It's certainly fading, but I, I don't really blame technology. I, I, you know, blame the declining civic engagement and literacy in the yeah. population. I think yeah. if you've got something to say, uh, people will seek it out if it's worth hearing. Sure, sure. I mean, you, back in the day when editorial pages used to be pages and not a section of a page, or help wanted ads used to be, you know, page after page of people looking for help. And now if, if you even have a help wanted section, it's it's half of a page, right? So... Yeah, well, the business model is uh, has fallen apart. I'm not sure uh, what's going to happen. Yeah. Hey, let's uh, let's let's hit to some of your recent writings. This from June 22nd. We'll start with a, a lighter topic, although it's it's interesting that they chose it. Uh, Connecticut might be saved by celebrating a better song. Apparently, the governor, who we know the governor is very very into music and Woodstock, and he's like a he's like a a, a Woodstock child, I think, kind of a kind of a hippie spirit to him. Um, new new country song, supposedly about Connecticut. Not exactly the, the, the most favorable, though, right? I mean, what what was all, what, what that? Yeah, it's a, a musical impresario named Rusty Rusty Gear put out a song that supposedly was a country song about Connecticut. It was certainly in a country style, but it, it really didn't have much to do about Connecticut. It. Yeah. Uh, uh, it, it, it mainly said that it was it was hard to find anything that rhymed with Connecticut, and uh, <laughs> then it had the lines that sort of became infam- infamous. Uh, probably the the most Connecticut-related thing about the song was his lines that back home we thank the governor for the blessings that we got. We can gamble on the internet, and it's cool to smoke some pot. That's Connecticut. Uh, well, I, I I hope there's not too many people in Connecticut who, who want their their state to be known for internet gambling and. Uh, and dope smoking, and besides, you know, you, you can you can gamble on the internet, you can smoke marijuana, and, and you know, without getting in trouble in the law, with you know, in most states in the country. So, how does that really distinguish Connecticut? I don't think yeah, it does. I don't know. I get, grabbing at straws, perhaps. But uh, there are other songs about Connecticut. Uh, the one I liked was one done by uh, sung by uh, Bing Crosby and Judy Garland back in. Uh, 1945, which you can find on the internet. At least that says a few nights. 45. Nice. Were, you, were you a senior in college back then? Chris, at 45. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but that you can find that uh, Crosby Garland yeah. song on the internet. It's uh, 
it's a nice song, uh, and yeah. it's, it really concludes with some you know patriotism toward Connecticut. So I much prefer that. Yeah, it's uh, it's hard to find. I mean, there's such a there's such a, a wealth of songs out there. They they turn them out faster than pancakes, and so it's hard to find good ones because everybody's just trying to make a buck. Which I understand. I mean, that's that that business, like the newspaper business, the, the music publishing business, has changed a gazillion times over. Um, but yeah, let's have a better song. All right, let's talk about something serious here, and, and this is something that I feel very strongly about, as I know you do, and it has to do with welfare, and uh, and 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 you're saying and and the bad incentives. I mean, and it and it does. It serves people well to be unmarried it serves people well to you know be collecting benefits and unemployed i forgot what the number was maybe you will but they did a study some years ago if you availed yourself of every public and federal program uh that's available now you'd be making over sixty thousand dollars a year yeah there that's are like, occasionally really? studies that come out that uh that add up both the cash and non-cash benefits of uh of, of welfare, and uh, you know they have found that uh, uh, you, you can do better on welfare than you can in uh, you know in, in many full-time jobs in in, in the country. Uh, that's uh, certainly not the uh, the way we we want to live. But I I picked up on the issue again the other day because the uh, State Department of Children and Families uh, did a nice job uh, on Father's Day uh, publicizing. Uh, state government's uh, father fatherhood initiative and uh, DCF put out a announcement, uh, you know, specifying all the ways that children do better in life when they mm-hmm. grow up with a father who is very much involved in their lives and and or living, you know, with them in in the home. Uh, and this social science has been just so overwhelmingly established for 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 decades now. Uh, mm-hmm. What uh, you know, disturbs me is that we we don't really uh, act on it. We we don't uh, uh, examine uh, the policy causes of the destruction of the family in the United States. I mean, about a third of the kids growing up in in the country now are growing up in a home without a father and without a father involved in in, in their lives. And you know, we we we're, we we wonder where all the the mental and physical health problems in kids come from, where the drug addiction comes from, the the alienation. Uh, uh, you know, there's the correlations here uh, yeah. between fatherlessness uh, and bad outcomes for uh, for kids. Uh, they're they're just uh, overwhelming. And DCF the other day uh, highlighted uh, the crucial need for fathers in in kids' lives, but the program that DCF was promoting and you know good for them but it's it's only going to reach a tiny 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 sure. portion of uh, the kids mm-hmm. who are growing up without a father what we need to do i think is is to examine the uh, the policy causes of the destruction of the family and uh, mm-hmm. uh, a big part of that is uh, uh, is the welfare system that essentially subsidizes and encourages childbearing outside marriage and uh, it's a national catastrophe in my opinion I agree. I mean, I, I mean, I, I think uh, I, I've said this for years. I think one of the one of the biggest factors in terms of decline of, of culture has been the breakup of the family, and so many things. Whether it's whether it's drug abuse, whether it's whether it's uh, promiscuity, whether it's crime, 
all those things could be linked back. In fact, I'm going to be sharing later in the show a study about abortion by the Guttmacher Institute, which is one of the most liberal, liberal think tanks in the country. Remember four or five years ago they came out with a story. I was shocked that they came out with it and said that the safest place for children and women is in a, in a, is in a home and a family where there's a husband and a wife. That typically children, and, and you, you alluded to this, children do much better in a home where there's mom and dad. And because the kids get things from mom that dad can't give, and the things get, kids get things from dad that mom can't give. And that's why I, I just beg people when they're having problems with their marriage to stay married. I mean, if there's abuse, if there's, you know, drugs, if there's infidelity, I mean, there's all. But if there's just, oh, we just fell out of love or we're arguing too much, man, put your big boy pants on, put your big girl pants on, figure it out. If you got kids, it's worth it. It's worth it for the long-term stability of the kids to make the thing work and figure it out. Well, and, this used uh, to be considered this... the, uh, the wisdom of the ages. You know, you re- I, I think we may be old enough to remember where, you know, <laughs> people would acknowledge their marital problems, would say they were staying together for, for the sake yeah. of their children. And, you know, the social science data there's, shows there's that, that, wrong with that was exactly the right decision. That You, know, you want to break right. up, wait until the children are grown up, even though, even then, mm-hmm. uh, you know, divorce can can, you know, really uh, depress uh, adult children, uh, really saddens, uh, saddens them anyway. But, uh, look, we, we, we've had a terrible change in, in demographics in this country since the war on poverty, and it's the breakup of the family. Uh, and we, we are not examining the policy causes of it, and uh, mm-hmm. that's what I think we've, we've, uh, we've got to do. Uh, look, I, I can tell you a story which is going to be, you know, hearsay to you and, and, and your audience, but it was uh, something that happened to me in the newspaper business, I don't know, about 10 years ago. Uh, there was a, was a case up in uh, the Rockville section of, of, of Vernon where uh, mm-hmm. uh, a, a, a woman was arrested uh, after walking around uh, Rockville with uh, two of her toddlers in, in tow, looking for a third toddler of hers, and the neighbors uh, saw what was going on, called the police. Police came up to find out what was going on, and were appalled that the woman was had lost one of the, the toddlers and had not called the police. And she was uh, charged with uh, uh, neglect, risk of injury, and, and that. Soon after that, Channel Three interviewed her, and uh, she. Uh, she explained that uh, uh, she had uh, uh, not only lost the the kids that she was walking around with on that day, uh, she had lost two other kids to DCF before for for, for neglect. Mm. And I, I I wonder how the hell does this happen? A woman's got five kids, keeps losing them to DCF by neglect, and uh, I, I sent a reporter out to interview her. Mm-hmm. The reporter came back and said the woman was was mentally ill. Uh, said that she'd had the uh, the five kids by three different uh, mm-hmm. drug dealers who were born outside the country and who were now now in jail, and she was she was living on welfare and other government benefits, and uh, we we couldn't do the story about her because it wouldn't have been fair because the reporter said she's mentally ill. But what was going on here? The state of Connecticut had decided that it was better to keep subsidizing a mentally ill woman who kept having children by different guys and was incapable of supporting herself, but rather than you know take the kids directly or cut her off the system, uh, cut off the money that was making her lifestyle possible, we just kept subsidizing it. And I, I, I realized this is insane. 
and and that times hundreds times thousands times 50 states and who knows where it goes but i mean you know i talked about this last week with this this topic came up the, the whole poverty thing and since uh 65 when johnson declared a war on poverty this was from cato Institute. i think the number is either 15 or 17 trillion dollars has been spent investing in welfare programs and guess what the poverty rate today is almost the same as it was when johnson was president so, you know, we've yeah, spent all I, this listen, money, I, trillions I of dollars. once with the state welfare commissioner, and she, she acknowledged that if, instead of just, you know, spending these trillions on, on a welfare bureaucracy, bureaucracy, we'd merely distributed the money to the poor, they'd all be rich. Right, right. right. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and I, I, just, uh, I, I just have so many. We had to just take a whole segment and talk about this, Chris, because there was something that, that Governor Rowland tried to start, and it did get started, but it was it was it was cut premature. Uh, Governor's Council, where he was trying to put together a program that for the for the like the two on one operators, when you call for information and help, or, or state agencies, departments, that they could they could they could recommend churches to help, uh, whether whether it would be counseling or food or and some of the money would go instead of state funded programs some of that money would go to churches and i thought it was a great idea because a lot of times people would rather go to their church for help than some you know sanitary you know brick building in hartford and so um we started talking we had several meetings and brought all the commissioners of all departments in. and i really think it was something i had promised and then you know just never never finished up and, and no one obviously picked up on it again I just think there's better ways to spend the money. There's more efficient ways to spend the money. But I think there's better way to help people so they don't constantly have to live on the money. And that's, yeah. what, that's what we miss out on. We don't help people. We just, we just prolong the problems and the issues. And so, well, I, I think it's also crucial to uh, tell people that uh, a certain lifestyle is, the, uh, is, is, is wrong. It's the most antisocial thing you can do uh, is to have children outside, uh, outside marriage without... Uh, you know, proper parenting, uh, but we don't tell people that. Uh, you know, 50 years ago, uh, uh, there was, you know, shame and embarrassment, uh, you know, for uh, girls who got pregnant and the men who impregnated them, and, you know, people were, were scared of it, and uh, uh, they were scared of it for economic reasons. They were scared of it for moral reasons. So what did government do? It uh, it, it took the economic concerns away by, you know, subsidizing uh, the antisocial behavior, and that subsidy eventually wore away the moral objections. Yes. And that's where we are now, with a third of the kids in the country growing up without fathers and having far more physical and, and mental health problems than kids ever had before. And that's the elephant in the room, and that's why so many people refuse to address that, and we're going to continue to have the same problem until we finally figure out that's where we need to head. Chris, thank you so much. I appreciate your, your input and uh, always taking time out for us. Uh, thank you very much. Chris Powell, managing, former managing editor of Journal Inquirer. appreciate you. Thank you. Thanks much, Will. All right, we we'll take a break. Commercials, come back. Open phone lines, 860-522-9842. And maybe talk a little bit about how, how we got here as a culture, why we're so – why we're so accepting of abortion as a culture? How did we get here? How did that happen? We'll talk about that when we get back. Well, 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 well. Welcome back. 1039. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. 
You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. WTIC News Talk 1080. You know, I've gotten a lot of flack over the, and and I'm fine. I'm a big boy. I can take it. Uh, I've gotten a lot of flack from people um, because um, although I have not officially endorsed, I certainly have spoken uh, supportively about them as Claritas and her attempt to retire Richard Blumenthal. And uh, I, I, I have said numerous times, I've had him on the show. I have the utmost respect for uh, Peter Lamage, I think he's a wonderful person. I think he's great and great in a lot of positions. I just don't think this time, this time, I don't think he can beat Richard Blumenthal. And then I just got a heated email from somebody uh, again. And, and you know what the problem with this is? It's it's not even that we can disagree. It's that people start insulting me. Well, what kind of a pastor are you? Kind of stuff. And it happened twice yesterday. And you know, okay, fine. You can think what you think, but I, I, it would be nice if we could if we could keep things on a on a on a civil note, right? Without attacking me personally, but that's okay if you feel the need to. Fine, but I just get this heated email about not because I'm not re- supporting God's candidate, Leora Levy. Well, you know, it's been out there for a while, and I did some research. The fact of the matter was, in 2012, God's candidate, Leora Levy, was was pro-choice. And, and said at the Republican convention in 2012, I believe in a woman's right to make a decision for herself. And the reason, the reason apparently, again, this is a quote from an article, the reason apparently that she felt that way is abortion is really not at the top of anybody's list. So if you want to criticize me for not supporting or, or thinking Peter Lamage can win, that's fine. But please don't don't bring me these false claims about Leora Levy and then question whether or not I'm a I'm a pastor who loves God. I mean that's just that's just it's just not right. But I mean obviously it's free country, so you can do what you want to do. Speaking of that, let's go to Plainville and Brian. Brian, welcome to the show. Hey, how you doing today? I'm doing well. I don't know if you remember, but I talked to you about ten days ago about Thomas. We had a pretty good conversation. Yeah. 
And the reason why I called today was it was funny because I did hear the people that were talking yesterday and the guy that made the comment about being a pastor, which you're talking about now. Yeah. Um, I don't think you should take it personally. I think these people, and this is what I was talking to you before, Mm. you know her, you know her, I don't know how well, but I'm assuming well enough that, you know, you're confident in her abilities. Yeah. The rest of everybody Mm -hmm. only knows what they hear. And with the rhetoric, okay. which you're leading into the abortion thing, mm-hmm. this country has gone in such extremes yeah. with one side, basically, if I'm not mistaken, up into and including birth. Mm-hmm. And then the yeah. other side, basically, when the people's pants fall down, you can't mm-hmm. have an abortion after right. that. Right. So I think that when people are saying that to you, they, they just automatically assume you're going to be pro-life to the point of almost insane right. Mm-hmm. And they just worry that, her stands, stance on things. But what I, my, my, what my real question was, had you yeah. gotten in touch with her or any of her people about maybe trying to clarify stances or doing some speaking engagement? Yes. Because I think she really needs to do that. To yes, we're going to have her on this week. We're going to have her on Friday. And I, I have had personal conversation with her about that. I said, we need some clarity. Okay. Um, what did, because what did it, she have you, to say about... Need, oh, go ahead. Oh no! When uh, I mentioned to you about her, what her first comment was about the border. Did you find that in the tape? Uh, I didn't find the tape. I, I mean, I, I remember. I, I basically remember. And there's three things I talked to her about, and I said we need clarity on. We need clarity about the border. We need clarity about Second Amendment, and we need clarity about abortion. That's and I said, great. I appreciate because you that. can't, you can't discount. You need. She needs us. She needs the conservative voters. She can't win I mean, without us. And so more there's so many people you. that are up in arms about it. She she needs to clarify that and and make sure. Uh, she's bringing on the conservatives because she needs the conservatives. Yep, and I'm more than happy to help you help her try to get elected if she wins the nomination. Well, again, I'm not, I don't endorse anybody before the primary, but I, I do think she is going to win the, the primary, and I, I will support her wholeheartedly to... to well, that's what I said. If she wins office. the nomination, yeah. I would definitely, if she can come through, we can clarify those things, I would mm-hmm. definitely help support and do all that I could. Brian, thanks for your call. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Yeah, I just, you know, I mean, listen, I, I've been a pastor for a long time. I get a lot of heat, okay? I, I don't, I can handle heat. It's just that people that have been supportive of the show over the years, you know, make comments about, you know, I'm not a good pastor or something. It's like, you know, what are you talking about? I've been pro-life my entire life. And, 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 and the point yesterday I made was I said I would do a carve-out for rape and, and health of the mother. Well, because that those, those those numbers are single digit, so few abortions are done because of those reasons. The vast majority of abortions are done for lifestyle change, choice. So, you know, I, would I rather save eighty five? Would I get rather save the whole hundred? Of course, I would. Would I like to start out by saving eighty five? Absolutely, I would. We'll work on the other components later. But you know, it doesn't mean I'm not a good. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Think what you want. I don't, I, I'm just saying. It just. I think that's. I think that's a that's a, a that's a foolish direction to head, but that, that's up to you. I mean, let's talk about it. How did we get here? How did we get here in the first place? How did how does it get to a point where, you know, and and this is one of the most offensive, vulgar, uh, just hostile things I've seen on social media, and some of you may maybe saw this right. It was a picture of a woman standing in front of the Supreme Court at a distance, of course, who was obviously very, very preggy, pregnant, and she's holding her shirt up, and across her large pregnant belly, she writes, 
this is not human yet. Well, first of all, that's just insane to say that because it looks to me like she's she's far beyond 24 weeks or close to 24 weeks, and we know that certainly infants are viable. Certainly that's true. What? But what, if it's not human, what is it? Well, is it alien? Is it? Is it? Uh, what, if it's not human, what else could it be? And and I and I was like, have we really gotten that cold as a culture? Are we really that brutal, that that thuggish? I mean, and and I think we have. I think we've gotten to a point where we've we've diminished the value of life for so long. In in many many ways, in 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 certainly in media, movies, television, to a lesser degree, video games. Where we've where we've taken the stigma that we've taken the, the sacredness away from marriage and and, and 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 the stigma of divorce. Listen, anybody that doesn't think marriage is hard has never been married. Married marriage is not for the faint at heart. It's hard. I mean, some people have these fairy tale. Oh, they never have problem. Never have argument. That's one in a million. Everybody else toughs through it. Everybody else figures out how to make them make it work. But I, I tell people all the time, nobody ever came to me and said, hey, Pastor, I want to get married in July uh, of 2022, but in August of 2023, we want to get divorced. Nobody's ever come to me. Everybody enters it wanting it to work well, hoping it'll work well. But, but here's the problem. You can't go in with a plan B. Plan B is divorce. You just can't go into plan B. You've got to make it where you've got to figure it out. And so we've done that for so long. We've... we've, we've We've minimized, we've, we've, we've taken the, the work out of it. Eh, it doesn't work out, just get divorced. That's why I think living together is such a bad mistake. I know people are going to get mad at me. I, whatever. I think cohabitation, because it's a low commitment inv investment. Well, let's try it out. Let's see if we can get along. And so you try it out, and guess what? You, the first problem you have, oh, it's not working out. Let's split up. Well, I know people have lived together with other people four or five times. Well, then, I mean, marriage, forget it at that point. It's so, it's so much easier to get divorced after you've been. Uh, <laughs> thank you, LJ. Um, it's so easy to get divorced after you've broken up with people four or five times after living together with them. Oh, you're, you're, oh, you're a Puritan. Well, no, I'm not a Puritan, in fact, and I'm a sinner saved by grace, and I've made a lot of mistakes in my life. But I, but I do understand what makes things work. Commitment, hard work, all those things, all those things count. Patience, forgiveness, mercy, grace, all those things come into play. But of course, abortion now, I mean, yeah, I'm sure I'll get an abortion. Because we've dehumanized the value of life. But for this woman, this is so typical of the radical feminist abortion movement. That she stands in front of the Supreme Court, her, her, her obviously very pregnant belly revealed, writing across the front in, I don't know what, lipstick marker, who knows what, this is not human yet. I mean, that's just sick. That's barbarian. It's, it's, it's evil for that to be, be, be the case. And, and, you know, agree, disagree. I mean, it's fine. Let's take a call, and then we're going to take a break and take the rest of the calls. Let's go to New Haven and Joe. Joe, welcome to the show. Two quick points. As far as living together and then get married, look at the numbers. The divorce rate is so much higher for people that live together first. That's a fact, okay? okay. Uh, when someone is pregnant, 
not having a fetus, I'm having a baby. That's number two. <laughs> number three, if we did, pro-life is did with the uh, abortion people are doing to the pregnancy centers. Imagine yeah. you did this at Planned Parenthood. The press, how they come down on us, this oh, is getting gosh. ridiculous. Okay? Insane. Yeah. No, you're right, Joe. You're absolutely right. You know, I, I have a, a friend, a, a long, long-term mentor from many years ago. He fought in Vietnam. He was a lieutenant. He was injured. He was, long story short, he was shot point blank. Viet, Viet Cong shot him in the chest, high capacity round. I mean, knocked him backwards. They put him on the dead guy helicopter. They'd bring in helicopters for medevac. This guy's mm-hmm. dead. They put him on a helicopter. He couldn't, couldn't, he couldn't do anything, but he, he was able to move his foot. It was the only way he could communicate to the, mm-hmm. to the corpsman that he was still alive. They pulled him off the dead guy. Hell, they sent him home. He's in Walter Reed for months. He's in a coma, blah, blah, blah. He comes out. He says, you know, God, you saved me. I'm going to, I'm going to dedicate my life to you. Because a pastor, large pastor, large church, large church in Daytona beach. He's on nightline. He says, you know, you guys, you guys in the media, you did a great job of covering the Vietnam war. You were showing dead bodies. You're showing people getting mm-hmm. blown up. Kids getting burned mm-hmm. up by napalm. You showed everything. You did a great job. Mm-hmm. If you guys did the same coverage of abortion, if you would actually show an, a, a live abortion on TV, it would end abortion in, in 30 days. If you gave the same kind of coverage to abortion that you gave to the Vietnam War, I'll never forget that as long as I live. And But, you know, what? what, what, what can you imagine the liberals would go mental if that happened? Oh, oh my gosh. Or even show, show a picture of a dead baby, uh, you yeah. know, a unborn baby. Oh, this is this gruesome. You can't do this. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Look, that's all they they, they they should get on their knees and thank God because I'm not God because I wouldn't put up with it. Yeah, well, you know, it's 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 sad, but thank God we have a little bit of a reprieve with the Supreme Court decision, and, and hopefully it. But they're going nuts. They're going yeah, completely. They're going nuts. crazy. They're they're laid up in the in the fetal position, screaming at the universe. So we'll we'll see how it goes. Joe, thank you for your call. I appreciate it very much. Thank you. All right, we're gonna take a quick break here, some commercials, and uh, and then we'll come back and 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 take the rest of the calls. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two the number. And uh, we'll be right back. Stay with us. All right. Welcome back. 1055. What a great show today, guys. Great calls. And, you know, it's, it's fine to, to disagree. I, I, want, I welcome that. I, 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 don't, I don't think that's bad at all. I think it's a good thing. You know, I think, I think the questioning people's sincerity, integrity is a, is, is a little rough, particularly. But it's okay. That's okay. It's, it's, a, it's a full contact sport here. Hey, uh, two more amens came in. Bill W. and Bobby. Bobby, I think this is maybe a, a female Bobby. B-O-B-B-I-E. Bobby W. Uh, ties us. Ties us for the amen record. 63 amens today. Thank you, guys. Um, yes, yes, yes. Tomorrow, of course, is... Um, all caller Wednesday, so we're not going to schedule any guests. We're going to have you as the guest, and so it'd be great for you to call your friends, relatives, associates, neighbors, and say, "Hey, uh, you know, give a call, give a, give eight six zero five two two nine eight four two shout out to uh, to the Will Marotti show." Uh, Matt, awesome, awesome job, thank you as always. LJ, thanks for your help, crack researcher. Uh, let's go to uh, Chester and Joe. Joe, welcome to the show. Hey, Pastor Will, just uh, real quick for the sake of the next caller. Um, shame on Channel 8 where they're saying the civil rights, what one civil rights are we going to lose next? Uh, it was, if anybody really? had any education at all, it was a win for the Constitution on Friday. Yes. Yes. If these people, it's actually a win for the left because you have a dictatorship of thought versus a Constitution. When the left doesn't need you anymore, Pastor Will, you're yeah. done. Ask well, Pat Oswald, yeah. the yeah. actor. Um, they're using the left, and you know, 
uh, if you want, if you think it's about abortion rights, you can go over to New York and you can be, get anything you want. Civil liberties won on Friday. I wish the left was at least a morsel educated on the Constitution. And by the way, you can win every single argument if you tell half the facts. Right, Channel 8? <laughs> no, you're right, Joe. You're right. But no, I think federalism was the big winner. I think federalism, the heart of the Constitution, what the founders originally had in mind, I think federalism was the big winner. And uh, and and you're right. It's not that abortion's banned nationwide. You can go to states. You can do whatever you want to do. Uh, and and certainly Connecticut's going to be if 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 Ned Lamont has his way. Connecticut's going to be a sanctuary state for abortion. So, yep. hey, uh, thanks so much, Joe. We're out of time. Appreciate it very much, uh, guys. Thank you. Uh, thank you for your calls today. Thank you for your support. All your amens. Thank you so so much. And uh, great, great show today, as always, Matt. Thank you. Hey, we'll be at it again tomorrow, and we'll take all of your calls tomorrow. If you, if you get, didn't get a chance to get in today, please call back tomorrow. Call your friends, your relatives, associates, your neighbors. Ask them to give a call, and, uh, and we'll be on. And, uh, and we'll, be, we'll be broadcasting on Facebook Live tomorrow. We're doing our third week of testing. So uh, that'll come on at Will, my Facebook page, at Will Marotti. That'll be tomorrow. We've been, first time we've announced it, promoing it a little bit. And uh, we'll do that. Love to see you tomorrow. Uh, I'd love for you to listen tomorrow. You guys are awesome. Love you guys. God bless you. Enjoy the day. See you tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.